You are listening to the Greater Life Podcast with Crystal Lynn. This is a bonus feature. After the interview concluded with Chris Davis and I, when we talked on the conversation of love, the tables turned and Chris started to ask me questions. And I thought I would go ahead and publish this part of the conversation because it really gives insight into why I do this podcast and what my thought process is uh, in the direction that I'm going. And so I hope you enjoy this little bonus feature and stay tuned for more great episodes and discussions uh, with the Greater Life Podcast. So here's my question then. How does all this relate to your life? <laughs> I would ask that. I mean, you writing books and everything. I'm just saying. Man, I got so many more books that need to come out now. But, right. um, <laughs> you know, there's a level of vulnerability with me with this podcast that I don't think a lot of the audience may not even fully understand. Mm-hmm. Um, because when... I had, when it was laid on me to do a podcast, it took me a while to even figure out a title or the direction or what do you talk about or whatever. And the topics that lay heavy on me are things that I go through um, and that I want to see improve, constantly improve in my life. You know, when it comes to, like I said, my first one was on friendships and that laid heavy on me just because the dynamic of my friendships changed drastically in a couple years time. Um, you know, people who I thought were friends went MIA, mm. you know, um, people that I thought were just associates came out of nowhere and stepped up to a level I never expected in a friendship. And I just became very curious on other people's views of how their friendships work. Cause you know, we only know what's going on in our own mind for the most part outside of the conversations we have, you know what I mean? And so when it comes to love, when it comes to healing, when it comes to growth, um, there's so many questions that I still have. And so I pose it to someone else. Um, one to see if I'm on the right track. It's kind of gauging me to say, okay, you need to do some more digging or, you know, you're on point or, you know, you can, I wouldn't say check it off, but you you know more, you feel more than what you give yourself credit for. Cause that's the other component, right? It's like, am I where I think I am or is it only in my head? Um, and so I think it's important or I felt it was important for other people to do it too. Cause there was another level of isolation that I experienced a lot in the last couple of years. And so, uh, when you're in your own mind and there's no one in there to help clear it out, <laughs> yeah, you become on. curious of, okay, is, is this just something that's been sitting in my head or are some of these thoughts and feelings valid? Uh, And so, um, you know, when it came to this idea of a greater life, to me, it's like the the base of it, the foundation of it is the conversation um, to get people to know that they may not be alone in the way they feel or the things that they're experiencing. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to like depression or you see, you know, so many. Well, I've heard of so many cases 
of like suicide. And it's like, wh- where's the, where does the problem lie or where, where do I contribute mm-hmm. to make a change? You know what I mean? You can't change the world in a day, but I think the conversation is a, a valuable piece that's necessary. And so the things that kind of lay in my head, I think it's important to, um, try to have that discussion piece around it so So, it's helping me as much as i think i'm hoping that it's helping other people really oh it is because anytime you make it visible you know what i'm saying that's when you take the power from it you know take the power from the things that are that are dragging us down so but here's here's the question that i would have for you there are a bunch of them i got but you mentioned earlier that there's still questions that you have about love what are those questions I think the biggest question, (laughs) the biggest question about love that I have, um, I think is to know it, know it without a shadow of a doubt that this is what it is Um, and not second guess yourself on one, if you deserve it and um, two, if it's authentic, because it's one thing to be vulnerable uh, and try and give your all because I've been there and we've all been there where we've given what we think is our all and we get right. burned and it puts us so so far back yeah. that it's like you question everything um, that falls in the category you know what did I not see what did I not do um, how do I make sure I don't put myself in this position again and then the older we get the harder it is I think for it is for us to open up because we've had it's like scar after scar in the same place. Yep. Um, and so, you know, understanding that and, and that's an interesting thing. Um, the word love itself, I'm learning it on so many different levels. Like I'm learning it differently just this year or in the last couple of years on how to express it, even on a level with my daughters. Um, you know, my first daughter, it was right after a huge traumatic experience. And so I clearly remember the times that I had to push myself to show love, like hold the baby, you know, give her a kiss. Like I had to say it in my head and I knew that was not natural, but it was still, you know, this process of healing where it was just not natural to me. And so, you know, 16 years later, having this baby, there are a lot of things that are more natural to me, but I still question if it's on point, you know what I mean? If it's on target. And so even being single, the question comes in the head, where do I fall short or what do I need to understand more to be able to be in a position to receive love on the level that I need um, and for it to last (laughs) because you don't want to just you know constantly throw yourself out there or think you're ready and no nigga you're not (laughs) (laughs) but you know it's like some of us i think we kind of know but it's like dang man i just you know what man because here's a challenge right so we're built for companionship and sometimes it's like, man, I'm at like 55%. I, but it would, it's just, you know, it would be nice to just have another human being who at least wants to be in your presence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I know I ain't all the way there. But, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and I think that's what happens. I think people are, you know, or they 65%, you know what I'm saying? It's that other 35. It's like, man, I know I still got a little bit to go, but man, you know, I'm tired of being alone. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? And, 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 the, and the older people get, then they start questioning what they, what could they compromise on? You know what I mean? That yeah. line between compromise and, um, you know, going overboard with it. You know what I mean? Like you want to be able to say, okay, I'm not being selfish, but I, what, where's this level of give and take that I'm not taking so much out of myself that I lose myself. Mm. You know what I mean? Where you you reflect back to right before you met the guy and you're like, "Mm, that's not who I was. You know what I mean? Like it's these little changes you make. Okay. They're more of a, a touch person or they're more of a, um, you know, quality time person, you know, there are all these different things where you kind of change things here and there, small things. And then you look up one day and it's nothing mm-hmm. of you mm-hmm. in the picture. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah that's a fear of itself. Yeah. But, um, wow. You don't, again, don't want to get to this point of compromising too much or, you know, I had this idea of a man, but, do I go ahead and take this one that ain't got a pot to piss in, but he he real nice and he got a good spirit. <laughs> Girl, you talking? We can work. We, we can work with this one. Like I don't I don't know if you want to wait. And that's the thing. Like while you're healing and working on you, there's time that's that's going. You know, yeah. women talk about like the clock ticking, but I think it's so much deeper than that. You know what I mean? It's like all right, I got to get all these ducks in a row, or the man who says you know, they got to have college done or yeah. their career in a certain place or yeah. feel like they have something to offer to a woman before yeah. they're ready. And it's yeah. like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on. We Where do we stop? Yeah, you're right. We, we miss it a lot of time. We miss it, time. You talking. That's why I'm like, man, look, because when you're friends with somebody and you can see it, like, they ain't got to be all of that. They ain't gotta be. They they don't have to have already achieved it. You know what I mean? It's like the fun part of walking with them on their way to it. That is like the dope part. You know what I'm saying? Like I can see that. I can see that. But uh, but it's also like the perception you have of what you think the other person expects of you. You know what I mean? Like even yeah. if you think of certain movies, and it'd be like, oh, you know he. He doesn't have X, Y, you have checklists or thoughts or, you know, all these different movies and ideas of what it should be and look like. I mean, it's, it's hard. (laughs) It is. is. I'm telling you. It's hard to navigate. And you still got a job or kids. You'd be like, oh my gosh. (laughs) And that's another component. You know, I had a girlfriend be like, I don't think I got the time and energy for this. You know what I mean? Because you got to invest in this person and see if it's going somewhere. And it's like, yeah, I got so much other things on my plate that I have to do on a day-to-day basis. Do I have time and energy to learn a person to even see if they're qualified to stick around? (laughs) Right, right, right. And see, that's I think that's the part. You, You hit the nail on the head is you know our the most valuable commodity we have is time and so then we have mm-hmm. to make these judgments on who actually deserves some of it you know and it's unfortunate because we 
we basically we 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 kind of you know distill it down to you know kind of like this equation in our mind whether it's based if it's list based or you know achievement based or whatever the case may be it's it's sad that we boil people down to things that probably really aren't a reflection of who they really are you know you know just because you've achieved something in your life and you got a few things you know with your name on it or whatever the case may be oh yeah you know i mean i think that's where we run into these issues because we say oh we look at this checklist okay and they treat me nice and they got some stuff and they've been some places and they've arrived some places you know but maybe we don't blend well you know and i and i think you and i had a conversation a while back this aha moment that i had from a dating standpoint um, or relationship standpoint is that you know I was kind of doing this deep study and just kind of you know looking at a lot of different things and it was like man you know what it really boils down to you know men and women seed and ground you know what I'm saying from a from an agricultural standpoint you know like there's certain ground that's great for corn seed because of the mineral um, uh, composition you know, it's perfectly suited for corn seed and the corn seed that's planted in that kind of ground with that mineral composition is going to grow great corn, right? But then you have some ground that's great for wheat seed that the mineral composition, the way the ground is is composed, you put a wheat seed in that ground and it's going to grow to its fullest potential. And so then I was thinking, you know, like, man, what if you put corn seed in wheat ground? It's not that it would not grow because it will, but it will not be able to grow to its fullest potential because the mineral composition is is particularly uh, um, um, situated to be the best for wheat seed. It's not the best for corn seed. It'll still grow corn, but it's best for wheat seed. And I was thinking like, yo, what if this is really something simple like that? Like, man, it ain't that you aren't good. It ain't that you don't have what it takes to be successful at it. It's just that you were made for a different kind of seed or different kind of ground. The problem is you don't know until it's planted. Yeah, ain't that it? But, But here's the thing. But if you explore it prior to planting, you can see what the ground is made up of. But you got to take the time to do it. You know, you got to take the time to see. Go ahead. You know, it's so interesting. All these books that have like questionnaires or learning your love language. And, you know, you're trying to do this reflection and and self-evaluation of, okay, this is what I think (laughs) I need or want. But wouldn't it be awesome if it was an actual test where you didn't have to think? Yeah. And they just gave you a printout that said, <laughs> while you think you need this, this is what you really need. You know, the same way you get blood work and it's like, yeah, you got a shortage of iron and mm-hmm. you need to, you know, have this particular vitamin in order for your body to work at its maximum yeah. capacity. Man, if we could just have that for love and then maybe all this question. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you there, but, but here, as funny as that sounds and as crazy as it sounds, as perfect as that sounds, I think it does actually, to some degree, I think it does exist. 
Because I think, okay. So you I know think, you ain't talking about like the stuff that happens on, what are those, like match.com and stuff. You ain't talking about those type of. Yeah, nah. Like I think, you know, <laughs> okay, like here's what I think. Like, okay, <clears throat> I think knowing who you are, right? Knowing who you are. Like somebody told me a long time ago, if you know the vision, then you know what you need to say, what to say no to. Like if you know where you're mm-hmm. going, you know where not to go because you know where you're going. Right. So if you know who you are and you know what you come to the table with, right, then you can you can kind of get a feel for who you match well with. It depends on what your goal is. Like if you got a goal of building something dope that, you know, with your skill set, I mean, you're you're exploring some things right now that's, that's blowing your mind and teaching you something about you. You know, as you were saying mm-hmm. earlier, like you like, dang, I never really saw myself doing X, Y, Z, but everybody else saw it. And now I'm kind of seeing mm-hmm. it a little bit too now. Like, you know, like, wow, this is like a really cool discovery. So <clears throat> think about this, right? With your skill set, what does that match well with? That's the question. I think. And see, yeah, go ahead. Or even being able to see if that person really has those qualities. Yeah. Or if they're just showing you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, okay, here's a question. So, so like, I'm just, this is just from a man's perspective. Um, I've been shopping with a woman a few times in my life. (laughs) I am very appreciative of the man bench that they, you know, provide. It's kind of comfortable in some stores and not so comfortable in others. But it, it's a wonderful thing because, you know, shopping is a sport, right? It's not like for guys, it's real simple. Typically, it's like, all right, I know what I want. Go get it. And I'm gone. For women, it's an experience. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of consideration that happens. But what happens when you're shopping is that when you see something you like, you're like, yeah, that's it. It's in the midst of a whole bunch of other stuff with similar shape or different colors, but but when you find it, you know it. Right? Mm. Hopefully. I or mean, you question if it's if, or you question if it's infatuation. Yeah, that's true. Because you, you've bought some stuff and got it home. You'd be like, well, now what in the world was I doing? Right. This did not fit the way it did at the store. Exactly. Like, <laughs> what, what, come on now. But 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 some stuff that made the cut that got, you know, so got to ride in the closet for a little bit that's got a few wears. You like that, you know, you when you, you know, so here's the thing. Your closet is full of, yeah, that was the one. Right? There was some at others. Some point, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you think about it, at some point, it's like, yo. So that experience is teaching us something, though. You know? Because for those, for that many, that many times, you know what I mean? Like that, that sense, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, yeah. I'm holding on to this. And you've held on to it. And some mm-hmm. things you hold on to for a long time. <laughs> Until you definitely should be getting rid of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> but, but think about it. I know it's crazy. It's so simple. We're talking about clothes. But the experience is, is kind of interesting, isn't it? 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, huh? Like that was a great choice. And it's been a great choice as long as you've had it. Like, man, I'm so glad I made that choice. And when I made that choice and all of the other clothes, all the other shoes, all the other bags, it was something about this one. So your clothes buying experience is actually giving you practice at something that specifically has something specifically to do with you. And I think at the same same time, it's not the same level of commitment. Of course. So, you know, that buying power, that energy and that love for that thing in that moment, Mm -hmm. it's because I know I don't have to have it forever. Or I know I have many, many more. Mm-hmm. But it's but a little it, different with love. It's it is, but see, I mean, it's, here, here's the thing, sweetheart. The the it's the same thing Jesus was doing when he be, when he was talking to his boys. I mean, he's talking about catching fish, but it's really, I mean, it's, it's catching fish. You know, catch fish, you eat it. You know, okay, simple. <laughs> but he was actually talking about something much bigger, much deeper. But he used something simple like catching fish mm-hmm. to teach the lesson he was trying to teach. And I think that in the same way, something as simple as buying something that you that you bought and that you kept and you've kept for a long time and it's, or, or something, you got a few favorites in there somewhere. You know what I mean? It's like my go-to pair of shoes, my go-to pair of boots, you know, my go-to you know, little black dress, or you know what I mean, whatever, you know, your go-tos, your comfort, you know what I mean, like, if you're going somewhere, and you, you're trying to rock it, there's a couple of, you know what I'm saying, you you think it in a couple of directions, you know what, I'm finna hit them with this one today, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> you know what I mean, it's a couple of, and when you think about it, when you made that choice, you like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that one, that one, you know, it, it, it works well with me. It feels good. You know what I mean? It just, it just, it's, it fits me well. There's a certain way I like to look or the certain way it makes me look. And I like the way it makes me look. I like the way it makes me feel. I'm going to stick yeah. with this thing. And it's my favorite. And so when I'm trying to, when I need to be confident or when I need to, you know, I, I want to have a sassy, you know, feel, you know, if I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, impact my environment. I'm, I, I know where to go. Right. And so, I mean, there's something to be said for that. And I think that there's a, there's something that's, that you can, that's mutable, that's commutable about that, that you can take it. And drop it in another scenario. Like, man, there's a man who will make you feel good about you when you're around him. Right? And Mm -hmm. he will just, he'll just fit. Right? So it fits, but when it fits, it's like, man, I feel stronger and more confident with this fit you know what I mean yeah you know what I'm saying it just you know what I'm saying or you know what this feels good on me <laughs> you know what I'm saying 
That's true. Yeah, you know what I mean? And I think when, when we think about that, like when we look at that, like and some I think I might have I, I might have read it somewhere. It was like it's I, I'm the king of like grabbing memes, like or wise quotes. I love them. Um and one of them was like, look for hang around people who feel like sunshine. Mm. Godly, I was like, oh, that's stanky. But I mean, think about it though. I mean, if hang around somebody who feels like sunshine, <laughs> oh my God, right? Imagine yeah. how you feel in their presence about you. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or <clears throat> spend your time around people who make you want to be a better you or mm-hmm. who help you be a better you. You know, and I'm thinking about, and so it's kind of like you know who your friends are by who, when you need a couple of dollars, who you think to call and who you like, <laughs> no, nah, I can't call them. <laughs> I mean, I hate to just make it, you know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I need $50. Yeah. Who can I call that ain't going to shame me and make me feel like a horrible person? They can be like, yo, all right, is that all you need? You good? All right, look, no problem. You know what I mean? Um, and, and the reality is we probably got thousands of people in our contact list, but it, it's only a certain few that you probably call in the time of need. And Not those, sure. those are your real ones. So, so, but, but, so what I'm saying is, you know, we have a lot of associates. We have a lot of people we know, <clears throat> but I'm looking for somebody who feels like sunshine, mm. you know? That's that's really I hate to make it real simple, but shoot, you know what I'm saying? I'm I, I, you know, I'm searching for somebody there. There's a there's a T-shirt that I have It's schoolhouse rock. Remember that schoolhouse? Remember that little cartoon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. Right. I don't know what it is about this fiber. It's a real simple. I think they probably my little my little guys gave it to me for Father's Day, but I think they probably got it from like Walmart or something. I don't even know. <laughs> But let me tell you something. It is my absolute favorite shirt. It just feels good on my body. I don't know why. I don't know what. It's my favorite shirt. It's my favorite shirt. And and I, I've had it for years. And I probably would have it until the threads start coming out that joint. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when I wear it, I just feel good. I mean, I throw it on with some jeans, some tennis shoes. I just feel good. Like so, if I want to feel good, I put that shirt on. You know, for all the reasons that it's my favorite shirt, and I think that um, people are similar. There are some people that will become your favorite people, and then I think that you know, from a romantic standpoint, and you know, one person will emerge as as your favorite person. But I think that what happens is, you know, we, we have a lot of clothes and some are our go-to. And then I think that's how you start narrowing down. You know, you got friends. We know lots of people. But there are some people that when we're around them, it just feels good. You know, and it, it consistently feels good. And it, it ain't always perfect. But even in this imperfection, it still kind of feels good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I yeah. think that's what we're looking for. I think that's the vision. I think that's how we know what to say no to. And I think, you know, for me, I'm grateful 
you know, even for all the the scars that I have, for all the times I tried with everything that I had and learned some very valuable lessons, I'm glad to be at a place where I realize it now, what I'm looking for. Because I'm, you know, I guess in a way, you know, there are different roles that we have. You know, I'm a guy, you're a lady, you know. And there is, I'm there. I don't think that I'm not a, I'm not a person who believes in the chasing thing. I, I believe you find, I don't believe you chase, right? Cause chasing for me, it, it, it sounds like predator and prey, you know? And so predator, when you chase your prey, once you finally, you know, capture your prey, you devour your prey. And I think that in some, in a lot of scenarios, that probably feels like what's happening, that somebody got chased, they got caught, and they got devoured, right? They feel kind of chewed on by the time they get finished, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I think when you, when you find, you know, even in the, in the, in the Bible, when it talks about he that findeth the wife, findeth a good thing, obtain favor from the Lord, right? The word find uh, in the original language is discover. <laughs> I blew out like yo. So it's literally he that discovers his wife. He discovers the good thing, and and there's favor in the discovery of the good thing. Well, how do you discover? Right, you so you're doing what you're doing is you are taking in information, you're learning your surroundings. Part of the discovery process is, is it has nothing to do with you at all. Oftentimes, the person <laughs> that is going to be good for us is already around us. We just don't know it yet. Because right? we haven't taken the time to discover what's around us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So for guys, you know, it's like, yo, God, because here's the thing, like when he, you know, and I'm not, I'm, again, I'm not, I ain't trying to try this into a Bible study by any stretch of the imagination, but it is what it is. <laughs> truth is truth, right? So it, it literally says when, when he, when he made Eve, it said that after he put him, you know, uh, put him in deep sleep, took the rib, made her, it says that he brought her to him. And I was like, yo, what if she's right under your nose? Mm. But you, because you're looking at something, you know, you're looking for something else, you can't, you know, you don't discover what, what is right under your nose. You know what I mean? Because you're trying to chase something. Well, if it's already under your nose, it ain't going nowhere, right? There's no yeah. need to run after, you see what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, it's really, I'm telling you, it's crazy. So when you are, when you're where you're supposed to be, oftentimes the things that you need are not that far. That's true. You know? It's crazy. Like you you know how you'd be like, man, you know, yo, you you the, the person who you know blends well and is perfectly suited for you, you've probably known for years, but just never really saw him like that crazy yeah you know it's like really 
all this time. It's about, it's all about that perception. You have it in your mind, you know, I'm supposed to have these warm, uh, fuzzy feelings and, mm-hmm. you know, they should look a certain way and yep. yeah, yep. goes back to that checklist. Boy. Mm-hmm. 